Welcome to the 859 Insider Podcast. We got a full house. Uh, I'm joined, I, Noah Ziegler, I'm joined by Adam Conrad, Dylan Miller, and Jacob Diedenhofer. Um, we're talking about 859 baseball. We'll touch a little bit on softball, but, um, you know, before we before we dive into everything else, let's run through the scores real quick. Uh, lots happened in the past week, so Adam, take it away. Give us the update on where everything stands in the eight five nine baseball world. All right, since we uh, recorded last week, uh, we dropped it on Tuesday, so I'm going to start with the scores from last Monday. Some uh, big talking lines, uh, all the big scores. Campbell County beat uh, Roosevelt from Michigan five one on Monday, and Dixie beat Frederick Douglass thirteen to nine. That was a solid win for Dixie. And also on Monday, Covcath beat Simon Canton five to two. Solid win for Covcath there. Uh, Beachwood continued their absolute dominant hitting to start the season on Tuesday with a twenty to four win over Roosevelt from Roosevelt from uh, Michigan. Then Highlands beat uh, Boone County seven to three. And then Highlands is actually in Myrtle Beach right now for a tournament this weekend. Uh, also on Tuesday, a matchup in the 33rd District, Connor beat Cooper 12-3. Connor is off to a very, very hot start this season. I believe they're 6-1 and one with their one loss coming against the defending 10th region champions, Campbell County, on Friday night. But other than that, a very, very solid start to the season. Then they followed that up with, Two big wins on Saturday at Covcath against Covcath and against Dixie. Uh, another huge game on Tuesday, big result, as uh, Jacob mentioned earlier, Newcath 5-1 to one over Covcath. Uh, big result there. Newcath still staying undefeated on the season. Then moving to Wednesday, Dixie beat Cooper 8-4. to four. Uh, Simon Kenton beat Boone County 3-0. to zero. Highlands beat Covcath 5-4. to four. And Beachwood run ruled St. Henry 11 to 1. Moving on to Thursday, Newcath beat Cooper 12 to 5. And Beachwood run ruled uh, Dixie 13 to 1. Dixie went through a bit of a rough skid to end the week. They uh, lost three games in a row on Thursday and two on Saturday. Against all against quality opponents, they get lost to Beachwood, Covcath, and uh, who was the third one? Connor. So all ranked teams in our rankings uh we'll, we'll see i think dixie can definitely bounce back from that uh then on friday night uh they had the mike Eplin dirty hat classic at florence freedom or florence y'alls i'm sorry uh and that is uh when campbell county beat connor 10 to 4 in the first game dylan and i were in, in attendance in attendance also for the second game where uh saint henry beat Cubcath 17 to 0 very Interesting result there. Did not see that one coming by that big of a margin. And also on Friday night, Walton Verona beat Cooper 10 to 9. Then just to run through the scores on Saturday, uh, Ryle split a doubleheader at Bishop Hartley in Columbus. Cubcath beat Dixie 6 to 1 and then fell to Connor 12 to 0. Connor also beat Dixie 11 to 3. Highlands went 1 and 1. Uh, in South Carolina at Myrtle Beach in their tournament against two teams from Pennsylvania. Uh, Boone County beat Scott 10-3. to Beachwood beat Oak Hills, a very, very solid team from Cincinnati, 3-2. to And uh, Simon Kenton fell on the road 8-5 to to Simon Kenton, or to South Oldham. Uh, any talking points from those games that you guys want to go into? I mean, bias is bias. Let's just get the bias out of the way because we're all St. Henry grads. That that game against Covcath, like you said, did not expect that kind of result. Um, what 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 do you think was 
was the factor? Was it just the spectacle of kind of the whole event? Was it just kind of St. Henry firing on all cylinders that night? What what was kind of the what was it that that led to St. Henry just with such a commanding victory? Oh, uh, Dylan, you can take the lead on this one. What what do you think? You you're closer to the program than I am. Yeah. So for this game, St. Henry versus Cubcath, Cubcath lost ninety nine point nine percent of their uh, starter starter positions. Uh, the only ones that they kept were Jonathan Fitz, who was a catcher, and then Will Burke, who uh, plays first base and infield, or first base and pitcher. And then they also have Luke Lenhoff, where St. Henry uh, returned mainly most of the, their whole roster, except for eight, eight or nine seniors from last year. And I think that just proved uh, they had more experience at the varsity level and uh, just pushed through that game and was fired up through the whole game. Definitely. And uh, that again, it's just with, with the St. Henry cuff calf, obviously I, I, it, it doesn't take rocket science to say which one has the bigger athletic program, but when that, when that kind of scoreline happens, it, it definitely takes notice. And even, even a seven, nothing game would have been, um, I mean, it would have been kind of shocking, but um, obviously I think the team right now um, at the top of the top, I guess, at the the kings of the hill currently the hill that is uh, the eight five nine baseball uh, mecca is Beachwood. I think Beachwood and is the top team. They're kind of running things. They're beating everyone, and they're, again, they're kind of just the team that I think everybody's kind of circling as an early region favorite. Now, obviously, a lot can change throughout the year. They started the season 6-0. and They beaten Camel County 8-7. They run-ruled St. Henry, run-ruled Dixie Heights. And as, uh, just as Adam said, they also beat Oak Hills. They have a, a, a little bit of a easier a couple games ahead of them, ahead of the ninth region All-A Classic. Um, Adam and Dylan, what has Beachwood done to I, I have this good start to the season? Obviously, they had a lot of firepower, and I think they, they were the number one team in our preseason poll. But what have they done? What has kind of separated them from the rest of the pack? And what's it going to take for them to complete this long cross-country race of a season and get to the finish line? Uh, I think one through nine, they just hit as well or better than anybody in the state. And that is absolutely huge when you have no holes in your lineup from top to bottom. So they can really compete with anybody. And as you've seen, they can put up some really crooked score lines. This scored 20 runs this week. And they follow that up with a double-digit game. It's very, very impressive what they're doing. I think Cameron Boyd has three or four homers already this season. One of them was at Florence Freedom on Saturday, too. So at a very, very large ballpark, they're still getting it done, as we saw last year when they were doing it at during regionals last season. Uh, this will be a very, in, a very uh, big test for them coming up this week because they'll more than likely meet Newcath in the All-A Regional Semis and then more than likely St. Henry in the All-A Regional Finals. So those will be two tougher games at Florence Freedom. Be a good preview for what they're going to have during the ninth region, see what their uh, pitching staff is really going to have this year. And uh, it should be very telling this coming week. But, yeah, as as you said, Beachwood is the team to beat in the ninth region this year. So one of the, one of the things that's kind of caught a couple people, or by couple I mean quite a few uh, by surprise this early in the season in 859 baseball is the NCC Thoroughbreds. Uh, they've obviously gotten out to a very, very good start, uh, taking down Cuff Cath 5-1, uh, 
They're undefeated so far. They're five and zero. They've beaten Cooper twelve five in six innings. Uh, they've beaten Bell or Boone County seven three. They also beat Bellevue ten nothing and Villa Madonna twelve to two. Jacob, you're, you're the NCC guy. Uh, just talk about kind of what the storylines were coming into this season and what NCC has done so far that's gotten them off to a hot start. And uh, not to spoil anything, but sh- shot them up the rankings in our uh, weekly eight five nine Insider Baseball poll. Yeah, I mean, they deserve all the credit for coming out being Cupcat 5-1 especially. Um, it's really insane because prior to prior to the season, I've been talking to some guys that are on the team, and they said they had a good team on paper, but, like, they just, like, middle of the pack, like, average. Like, they weren't thinking anything big, but they knew they weren't going to be bad. But they've all told me that the chemistry this year is just something they haven't seen in a long time. And I get with the new coach, Jeff Martin, he played baseball there uh entire career went to nku almost was on the olympic team so maybe the coaching change also really helped out a lot obviously he's doing some good and it's showing in the record and earlier today they run world brossard which is another key thing so they're still undefeated still going strong and the chemistry is just great all around they have all a coming up uh, i believe they start with holy cross uh and then we we're just talking about they are on the same side as beachwood if i'm not mistaken uh, so that that's just going to be probably the first major test. And by major, I mean, where does NCC stand kind of in the regional, um, I guess, in the regional scope of things? What are you thinking of this uh, all A tournament? What do you think would be considered a success? Um, and I guess, where do you think the expectations kind of are? I mean, right now, ceiling ceiling is championship. I mean, they have all the confidence in the world right now. Um, it would be it would be great if they were to come out and beat Beachwood uh, on that side of the bracket. It's a tough side of the bracket. Um, again, uh, ceiling is ceiling is going all the way. The low is losing to Beachwood. I think I think they can make it pass Holy Cross just fine. Beachwood is going to be the test, and if they can beat that test, and I think they have a really good shot. Uh, another team that's kind of started the season well are or is the Connor Cougars. They began the season with an 11-1 run rule over Carroll County and then a run rule over Highlands and then another run rule over Grant County before beating Milford, another team from Cincinnati, beating Cooper, beating Harrison from Cincinnati. Uh, but then they fell to Campbell County 10-4 to in the Mike Eplin Dirty Hat Classic before turning around and beating Covcat 12 nothing, and then beating Dixie Heights 11-3. Um, Adam and Dylan, obviously Connor is one of those teams that I think uh, people are starting to look at as ninth region contenders. What have they done well? What has kind of set them up um, ahead of a, it looks like a a pretty tough run of games uh, coming up. They play Scott, Simon Kenton, Archbishop McNicholas out of Cincinnati, Lawrenceburg, and then SK again before another doubleheader versus Boone County. So what what do you guys think about the Cougars? Where do they kind of stand right now in the ninth region? I think they stand very well in the ninth region. I think I would, put them right behind Beachwood this week. They played very well, uh, except for the one loss against Campbell in the Mike Eplin Dirty Hat Classic. But overall, they field the ball very well, and they hit the ball very well. So, I mean, that basically powers them through their whole week, and they just dominated all aspects. Definitely. Uh, I would also like to add that, I mean, in their wins, they're not just winning by one run. Uh, this is the score lines of the wins 11 to 1, 11 to 0, 12 to 1, 5 0, 12 3, 10 0, 12 0, 11 to 3. So when they're winning these games, they're absolutely dominating teams. With the exception with their one loss this season, they have just 
been blowing teams out. So that that's why you really have to start putting some respect on their name at this point in the season. With guys like uh, Gage Testerman, uh, Blaze Bowman, you know the, those types of players, they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna carry you to a lot. It just they're definitely gonna carry you uh, pretty far. Um, we talked Gage a little Testament bit hitting over 600 this year. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Some would say that's pretty good. Um, you know, especially for baseball, I, I I'm not, I'm not too sure, but 60% in any sport. Not bad. It's usually, yeah, usually, usually not bad, but, um, obviously some other teams, but they have been up and down. Um, talk about Dixie, talk about Ryle, um, you know, and then we got some, we got some other teams. I think it's this year and we've talked about it. It's just been so interesting this year to talk about or to kind of think about the the potential of how crazy the regional tournament can be. And we kind of going back a couple of months and again, I think I alluded to this in the last episode for ninth region basketball. If you took out Covcath, this would have been the closest and most contentious region. And it still was, but it would have been the most contentious region in, in, in a very long time. And that's not a slight at Covcath at all. Um, in fact, that's a compliment, but for this year, it, it seems like, and I don't want to say if you take out Beachwood, because I think with baseball, it's definitely not a given that you're going to go, you're going to just run through every game. Um, but there are a lot of teams that I think could make a couple runs. Are there any teams that have kind of caught your guys' eyes as we've started this season, kind of gotten into a rhythm of things. Uh, I mean, one team that I'm kind of keeping an eye on and they're, they're eighth region, but I'm look, I'm liking what Walton Brown is doing so far. You know, they're putting up a bunch of runs. Um, Obviously again, we talked about NCC a little bit, but what, what are some teams that have kind of caught your guys' eyes and kind of made you think, Hey, you know, maybe by the end of the year, we're going to see some. For the ninth region overall, uh, besides Beachwood, a lot of teams that have been surprising me myself has been Ryle and Connor. I wasn't expecting uh, either team to be as good as they're playing, but they are playing phenomenally well and uh, covering all aspects, pitching, defense, and then late game situations. They're doing very well. One team that surprised me uh, was Walton Verona, which you've already gone with. So... I'll, I'll go with uh, one that people aren't really talking about that probably should be a little bit more is Campbell County. I mean, they're just doing what they do, which is win. As we mentioned before, they had that big win on Friday night over Connor. They also had a win over uh, Montgomery County this week, and then they fell uh, tonight, actually, to Simon Kenton 10-9. to Apparently, they lost on a wild pitch. So a very, very close Ooh. game. In the three games they've lost this season, they've lost by a combined four runs. And then in their wins, similar to Connor, they're beat, blowing teams out. Very big score lines. So, as always, the Camels are a team to watch out for. All right, that'll do it for this week's 859 Insider Baseball Podcast. Just a quick kind of recap of the last week. Um, a softball note, we're going to start dropping our softball rankings every week, and we'll talk more about softball on our podcasts. Um, really excited to get that out for everyone and um, kind of start the discussions there. But we'll also have our weekly baseball uh, polls. Um, just really excited again. It's it's. I'm glad baseball is back um, and softball is back as well. As a JMU grad, I'm a huge softball fan. Go Dukes! Never forget that co- uh, women's college world series run. But uh, Dylan.